Hello, I'm Dennis Nunn. Uh, welcome to the Every Believer Witness podcast. We've been looking for several sessions now about seeing the power of the Holy Spirit at work through us in our lives because we've seen that the power of the Holy Spirit results in a life that's a witness. He doesn't just empower us to talk about Jesus, but he empowers us to live like Jesus. But it's not just having the Holy Spirit in us, but it's having his come upon us or having his power manifest in our lives. And we looked at the early disciples and how though they had the Holy Spirit, they needed empowering, they got on the day of Pentecost. And then we said, well, that was them. What about us? How does the Holy Spirit come on us? And we saw that like them, if we're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit, we have to be emptied of anything in our lives that's displeasing to him. And we looked at with a little elementary object lesson last time about how we empty ourselves. And then we went to verse 9 of 1 John chapter 1. And we see where the Bible says, if we, God's children, confess, agree, acknowledge with God about our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us, purify us from all unrighteousness. And when you begin talking about sins, not just saying, God, forgive me of my sins, but talking about sins, individual sins, there are thousands and thousands and thousands, but all sins can be grouped into just three categories. Now, you're aware, by the way, there are sins of commission. Those are things I shouldn't do that I do. And there are sins of omission, things that I should do that I don't do. Because the Bible says to a person that knows to do good, to that person that doesn't do it, though he knows he should, that's a sin. You may have heard about the Sunday school teacher asked her class, said, and boys and girls, and what are sins of omission? And the little boy said, those are sins we should have done but didn't. No, 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 no. Commission are the sins we, we did we shouldn't, but sins of omission are sins that we fail to do good because when we fail to do what we know to do, that's a sin. So whether it's sins of commission or omission, they really fall into one of three categories. The first big category are our deeds, our actions, overt acts, things we do. Uh, for example, if you're stealing, you're stealing from your employer. Uh, you're stealing from your parents. You're stealing from the IRS, as tempting as that is. Then that's got to be confessed. We have to confess so we can be forgiven, so we can be filled with the Spirit. If I don't empty myself of me, I can't be filled with the Spirit. So if you're stealing, that's got to be confessed. You're, uh, you're cheating in your schoolwork. You're copying somebody else's test. You're having someone write papers that you claim are your own. Uh, those kind of things, that's got to be confessed. You're guilty of sexual immorality. Uh, and, and just so we're clear, according to the Bible, sexual immorality is any sexual contact except one man and one woman who are married. Doesn't make any difference if it's uh, you're married and you're having sex with someone that's not your spouse or you're not married and you're having sexual relations, doesn't make any difference if it's homosexual sex or heterosexual sex. Any sexual contact except one man and one woman married, according to the Bible, that's sexual immorality. And we live in a society that sexual immorality is rampant. And if you're involved in any kind of sexual immorality, 
You're not going to go to hell if you're a child of God, but you're surely not going to have a life of love, joy, and peace. You're going to be going to heaven. You're not going to be enjoying the journey and you're not because you're not going to be having the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. I'm not going to have the power of the Holy Spirit in my life. Um, you may be familiar with the term. Most of you probably are now. When I first started teaching this, they weren't. Most people weren't. But the term friend with benefits. A friend with benefits is someone that really doesn't have a romantic attachment to you, but they'll do sexual things with you or for you just because you're your friend. And it's rampant. It started out among young people, but believe it or not, it's rampant among senior adults. It really is. And it's rampant in our society. And if you're involved in anything like that, that's got to be confessed. Um, here's another term. Everybody, most everybody knows it now. Some of you might not. It's called sexting. Sexting is the sending of pornographic information, primarily pictures, over your cell phone. And it's rampant. I remember when my oldest grandson, his parents really wanted to protect him as much as they could and so he was 13 before he got his first cell phone. He was in middle school. When he did, he got an unsolicited sexting message from a girl within the first two weeks. If any of this is going on, that's got to be confessed. If you're involved in pornography, um, every survey I've ever read says 70% of men, Christian men, men who claim to be Christians, are involved in pornography. Doesn't make a difference if it's printed pornography, movies, on, you know, it's, you can bring it so easy to access now on your, on your cell phone, your computer, uh, any form of pornography. Here's another astounding statistic. I just read a survey recently that said the average age of first viewing pornography for boys is nine, girls it's 11 years old, and that's dropping rapidly. It's probably much less than that now. But if there's any form of pornography going on in your life, you can't have the power of God. You can't have a life of love, joy, and peace. And you need to confess that so you can be filled with the Spirit. Now remember, there, there are only three categories, but they're sins of commission, and that's what we've been talking about. But let's talk about some deeds of omission. Young people, if the Bible commands you to obey your parents, which it does, and you don't obey your parents, is that a sin? Yep. Husbands. If the Bible commands us to love our wives and put them first, which it does, and I don't do it, you don't do it, is that a sin? Sure it is. If the Bible commands people who trust Jesus to be baptized, which is the first commandment to a new follower of Jesus, and I'm not baptized, you're not baptized, is that a sin? Yep. If the Bible commands us to witness and tell others about Jesus, which it does, and I don't do it. You don't do it. Is that a sin? It sure is. Now, there are multitudes of other deeds besides these. I just named some representative ones. I want to ask you, will you make an honest inventory of your life? Are you guilty of doing things that you know are wrong, that you're a child of God? Are you guilty of not doing things you know you should as a child of God? If you are, you need to confess those sins immediately because if you do, God will forgive you for them. 
He'll purify you from all unrighteousness and you can enjoy this week a life of love, joy, and peace. Faithfulness, gentleness, goodness, all kinds of manifestations, self-control in your life if we confess our sins. I hope you will do that and I hope you'll join us for our next podcast we talk about the other categories of sins that we need to confess. God bless you.